the Everyman Podcast. Another week, another pod. Baby. Big dog, Daryl Campbell. How you doing, brother? <laughs> man, I'm with my bro, man. We're doing our thing. Doing this. this. I, I needed it, man. I need I know. this. I need the juice. I'll tell you I what. A special Thursday night edition. Yeah. of the Everyman Podcast. And we're, we're here, we're blessed, we're highly favored. We're always. connected, as always, in the Cosmic Canoe with everyone, uh, every man and the every woman that are joining us here. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, Daryl, I've been having myself, I'm on a bit of a streak, been having a great couple weeks here. Oh, yeah. Beautiful wedding, beautiful honeymoon. Yes, come back, yes, yes. Get in the groove at work. You get you get smashed with reality. You're back and it's like, ah, yes, I remember. Oh, yeah. I remember what all this oh, is. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> You know, want to check in? How you doing, Big Bro? What's going on? Man, it's just and we we talked about this earlier. It's just just business and work and management mm-hmm. and trying to keep your head above water and be an everyman professional that we are. And um, while we're at it, saving lives and you know dropping light on people, you know, um, just trying to trying to stay sane man that's, that's pretty much what it is it's 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 a grind man it's we we love the grind we love the process that's what makes us you know bros and that's yep. what you know makes us great but yeah it's yeah we're, we're we're rolling man i was having a particularly challenging day yesterday and and i was thinking just walking back to my office like god let's look at what i'm dealing with here <laughs> and then i was thinking yeah but i kind of love this shit there's something wrong with me. Like I, yeah. I, I kind of love it. You know, yeah. I, I, I love the adversity. I love the challenge. I love the competition. You know, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. of of pushing your, yourself through a challenge and yeah. and and problem solving in real time with high stakes. It, it's it's exciting, and you get you get you get addicted to it, man. And I'm a yeah. little, I got the bug. You know, it's like, so you, I know you got a little bit of that. You kind of need it though, brother Jay. You have to have that type of mentality to where you enjoy that process the oh, ups yeah. and downs the ups and not so ups as we like to say mm-hmm. um because that's the stuff that refines you and, and it and it keeps you sharp there are a lot of people though there are a lot of people that don't don't fuck with that though like there's a lot of people that like don't deal with um oh man it's too hard i'm just gonna bow out well i'm gone I'm i think like i think we've seen that kind of come to the surface here in the last year plus where early on you know, in these uncirc- uncircumcised times, it's like, all right, we all rally together, kind of reminiscent of how things were after 9-11, where everybody yeah. was like, you know what, we're yeah. one, one big crew against the world, and right. we're going to help each other out, and, and we're going we're gonna to stick to it. And then that quickly devolved into everybody for themselves and, and, and kind of squaring up in little tribal elements. And... Mm-hmm. Um, you see a lot of people that I think, I think more now than ever, I'm seeing people that are kind of breaking into two pools where it's like, I will take on risk and I will delegate the decision-making mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. to somebody else because I don't want to, I don't want my own thing. Right. Right. And there's a big difference right now. Yeah. And I think, I'm sure there's some people who want a little bit of both, but I think generally it's that's that's where we're we're breaking out to, and you have people that, you know, 
they just want to be they want to be led. And yeah. I I would like to lead within my own parameters. Thank you very much. Right. Right. That's an accountability piece, man. People don't want to be accountable anymore. Hey, I don't want that that stress. Tell me what to do. Right. Especially when the stakes are high. Like it's your Yeah. your health, your safety, your uh well-being, you know, for you and your family. Um the more of that I can control, the better because I trust myself to do it, you know? Yeah. So that that risk point you made, like, yeah, I don't want to be accountable. I want to be led. But if you leading me gets to a certain point that I'm not comfortable with, I'm bound out. I'm gone. Well, you know, who who cared about who the mayor was until they started closing down restaurants and making rules about what you could do and where you could be? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Been talking about it. <laughs> and I think generally, if you're the kind of person who's motivated to seek that kind of power. Yeah. The, the like executive power, the I'm the king of the castle power. You probably have a little bit of that in you of mm-hmm. I want to be the daddy of yeah. everybody. And yeah. <laughs> I just I see um, I see so much. Ba- I don't want to say friction, but. It's like oil and water, and we're getting to a certain point where I think, you know. Hey, it's, it's coming over the edge, man. Right. It's, go, it's, it's going like, over the edge. It's like you, you, leave, you leave the bathtub filling too long, and then you hop in it, and you're like, shit, this is going over the edge. <laughs> this is going over <laughs> That's, these, yeah. my cakes. My cake's going to push this over right here. I did not account know? for the water displacement of my big <laughs> ass, you know. I did not. And, uh, I did not. Yeah, overflowing. It's, it's We are certainly overflowing. And I'll tell you what. You know, something we love dearly, obviously, NFL football. Oh, it's man. been it's funny because I, I had mentioned this on our, you know, shout out to Mark Holcomb. We were we were chatting this week in our group text. Oh, I yeah. said, Hey, oh yeah, Steelers Bears, don't don't hate me. So we'll be friends afterwards, <laughs> don't worry. And that was a <laughs> right. we'll get to that in a second, but um I had said, you know, luckily there hasn't been a lot of there wasn't a lot of COVID issues, there wasn't a lot of health issues, no, things were safe. No. And then it's been uh it's been a bit of a wild few weeks in the NFL, and obviously, there's been some extremely negative, uh, tragic stuff going on. Oh um, man! That that you, you all you know you can you can find your own take on that. There's no need to get into that right now. But, yeah, yeah. Um, and there's been some weird, just weird shit going on, you know. And <laughs> and like one, one thing in particular, like there's a situation where it's a he said she said involving possibly somebody breaking in and using bear mace and using a gun and all this like insane stuff and it's like every yeah. little bit comes out and you're like what what exactly is going on here Straight i out of left you, field, man. i can't remember a time in my 20 years of watching football where there's been like weird story after weird oh, story yeah. this has got to oh, be yeah. different right dude this took me back to like like just like the like Ray Lewis deer antler spray crap. Like it's yeah. just like it's so it's over like the when top. You, when, yeah, you hear it, you're like, what? Like what is what is happening, and why is it happening? You know what I mean? Like and to have like three or four of those back to back to back, right? To back, like it seems, it's almost you know I put my tinfoil hat on here for a second. It's almost like there's always crazy shit going on. 
yeah. at a level like this. And and now all of a sudden are just people letting things out. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, uh, it's, it's weird. It seems so all, it seems so unreal. It, it's, it's like all of it, we, all of it seems hard to believe. Yeah. It's like, are we getting punked right now? Like why, right. what's, what's going on? Why is this happening? Why is this occurring? And, and why back to back? Like, well, why why week we, after week? It seems yeah, like an odd like, marketing campaign. Yeah. You know, it, to, to, ha- well, they, they didn't believe us the first week. time, but the, these next couple of times they're going to get it. Like, yeah. No, we, we got you the first time. We're just wondering why it's still happening. That's all. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I it's, it's, I don't know, but we're getting, we're getting kind of into that. The be, some of the best months of football, you know, November oh, yeah. to the end, like obviously we're always excited when, when football comes back, but it's such a long season and oh my gosh, yeah. there's been, and I'm not even going to name names, but interesting thing about, and I have actually talked about this with you on the pod and off the pod yeah. is my opinion on quote unquote sports journalism, you know, and that I feel like a lot of it, these, these independent quote unquote independent reporters, I think it's a lot of just doing each other favors to have access to break the stories, to make themselves relevant, to make money. And it's not so much journalism in the sense of like, following a beat and doing hard nosed reporting and putting right. the facts out there about a situation right. as much as it's being an extension of a certain group's PR team. And yeah. there's been a couple instances recently of, of high profile quote unquote sports journalists being like a mouthpiece for it organizations. And it's coming out. It's like, it's very clear that they're, crossing the ethical line of like you don't allow your subject of your stories to edit your stories right and then right. pass it off as objective journalism like yeah, that's... what you are is you're just a your your opinion it's opinion of what you think is gone which is fine which right. i'll still engage with but don't don't present me a pizza and then it, it's actually a quesadilla like you can't <laughs> you, you just tell me what you're giving me and I'll yeah. and I'll make a decision on whether or not I want to engage with it. And I think like there's a lot of weirdness going on with that lately where I've always thought like how can you what is at a certain point what is there to report on? And you you see this with the the two week media cycle with the Super Bowl where it's like right. by Wednesday of the second week they're fucking looking for kindergarten teachers of linebackers that you know what I mean like Right. People, you know, like they're really reaching for stories. It's and an it, engine, man. It's an engine that needs to go. And you got to wonder, like, is there a certain, you know, is there a certain value in just sticking to your thing? But I think it's gone way past sticking to football. Well, I mean, people are, I mean, reporters, journalists, they're trying to dive in, in, in my honest opinion, way too deep sometimes. And in doing so, they pick out gems and try and, and at that point try to reorient right. what might be the truth to fit their own narrative. Right. So it's like, oh, wait, wait, wait a second, these are facts. But no, it's it's how you, like you said, how you presented the facts, which is can be in some ways a little deafening. You know what I mean? So yeah, and and I think it crosses the line of like these aren't NFL athletes are not politicians or public servants, you know. They're private individuals that have a reasonable expectation to privacy that happen to be entertainers. 
Like right. they're yes, they're athletes. Yes, they are role models. But I think their base definition is they're entertainers. Yeah. And like we give George Clooney his fucking privacy when he wants to go do whatever he does, you know, or Brad Pitt or any of these Hollywood entertainers or, yeah. you know, big time musicians or whatever it is. And I've, I've just found it interesting that they, they treat the personal lives of, of these players and coaches and stuff like they're public servants. Like, like we're all entitled to know that a yeah. player had a horrible, it, uh, alcohol issue that led to a marital dispute that was very ugly right. and got out in the news when it really shouldn't have. Right. Right. It's yeah, dude. And like, it's like, if it's like, if I'm, if I'm going to, <laughs> it's like, if I'm going to go direct a shoot and this entity or said entity is going to give me footage to use in the film, it's like, all right, well, where's the materials license so that I can be able to use that and have access to everything that's that film entails. But it's like somebody coming off and saying, well, I don't need that. I can just fucking use it. However I want anyway. Like, well, no. Right. And that's, that's a perfect, (laughs) no, no, no. (laughs) It's like, okay, so you can't take (laughs) what a player's personal representation their lawyer essentially is saying and then put it out there in a tweet and act like it's a police report and an object right. and an actual right. factual statement. And then two days later, and then it changed because now you've shifted the whole oh, yeah. media narrative of this guy was the aggressor. or Maybe this person was the aggressor. And it's like, no, what you did was you just acted you used your quote-unquote credibility to act right. as a personal PR representative of someone who right. may have done something terrible. Yeah, yeah, and you and, skip and, right and over you, the permission you, button. Right, and then you get, and then you hop on, you hop on your cable shows and, and act like a journalist. It's like no, right. you are a puppet who's yeah. who's who's just. Like, I don't know, what's the term? Like a jock sniffer or something, right? Yeah. Like somebody who just yeah. wants to hang around the, the big athletes and the big time money. And it's like, dude, there's there's gonna be consequences for that. And I've always Absolutely. said someday my great my great project is gonna be the Mel Kuiper audit. I just wanna prove that, that guy's full of shit. Just because no one knows. No one fucking knows. Because you know what? If he knew if he knew he'd be he'd be the number one paid general manager in football history. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it's it's like man, we we used to use this term um, when I was cutting on NFL matchup, and it's it's so funny, but it's so true. Everybody believes they're an expert after they have access to the results. Everybody does. You just take all those facts and you just say, "Oh, well, this is boop, 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 this is what it is." It's not. <laughs> it's it's not. It's yeah. crazy. Really hard to determine who's going to be great at uh, mm-hmm. a game that's very mental and physical but yeah i mean you know look dude that's why they play the games that's what keeps us coming back just if you ran a 4 3 40 and i clocked you running a 4 3 40 and mel kuiper came out and said hey you know what that guy's fast it's like the 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 bees knees for everybody oh my god i'm just like what, what the fuck are you talking about bro like yeah he's fast he just Okay. 
I get it. Whatever. Mel Kiper said. Mel Kiper yeah, he's said like reading the, yeah, he's, right. he's reading like, the results what? to you. Yeah, I know. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's he a, threw 50 touchdowns. He, he can throw TDs. Oh, okay. All right. Well, Thanks, I've Mel. like, I've dabbled with watching a little bit of college football this year for the first time. And like, I know you have a different opinion on it because you were at that, the highest level of college football in one of the most prestigious schools, the most exciting stadiums, like you have a different, but like ob- objectively, because I'm used to watching NFL football. Mm-hmm. When I watch it, I'm like, well, that's not going to fucking work in the NFL. Like, the, you well, know, no, you know, like you have actual sense and you know, like, you know what I mean? Like, and you see, but like you see things and you're like, well, yeah, but he's going to have to go play against like everyone, all the number ones, you know, like yeah. the, he's not going to be playing against, you know, whatever, I don't want to randomly insult a, a school, but, like, some of the games I, I watch, I'm, you know, like, okay, okay, like, I don't know where these guys came from. Like, they're great athletes, of course, but, like, they're not NFL-caliber talent. So, like, it seems kind of silly to try and rate. Like, at a certain point, you're like, oh, let's, I don't know, I hope he's good. Well, dude, like, it's like you you see what's going on in the college game and you say, okay, well, because you're also familiar with NFL football, you're like, all right, well, yeah, that's not going to work. That That's going to work in college just because of the way the game is played and the parameters that are around it, right? If it's the, the analysts, they'll go, oh, man, this, this guy lit it up his senior season. Oh, well, his first time starting this senior season and he had a great year. And you know what? He's going to be a first-round pick. I'm like, no, buddy, you watched that. He said, like, this kid sucked ass for three fucking years, finally got a start, and then has a decent season. Right. That's not that's not millions of dollars worth of – no, you got to look at the tape. But the analysts say it, so I know. it is so. And then when he becomes a bust, it was like, I don't know, I don't know why. He's, that's one of the few I, I, I missed out on. I'm like, ah, okay, no, all right, cool. Yeah, like just by the just by the math, like every year, only like twenty percent of all the draft picks end up making it. Th- they're still on a team like four years later. Yeah, it's like what are we, what are you doing? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. But I'll yeah. tell you what. One of my bold predictions was that PJ Walker would be the the reason for the Panthers' success this year, and he's getting start this Sunday. I know they just mm. signed Cam Newton, but uh, every man and the every woman out there. Let's just see what happens with PJ Walker. If PJ Walker goes out there and throws four four touchdowns or something, I am going to be a, a proud man. <laughs> He's just got it. He's got the X factor, you know. He's got it. I'm, I'm into. I love it. it. I love it. I'm into it. And you know, tonight we got Baltimore, Miami. That's Miami's one of those franchises. You're just like, come on, just come I, I mean, on, just make make one good decision and then build on that. And then give yeah. it some time, you know. Like, let's just—it's I, I forget what I used to say. It's—it's it's one of those organizations that's doing too much but not enough, you know. Yeah. Too much but not enough. Can't. And that's can't why they, that that's why like a couple of weeks ago when they were talking about Mike Tomlin potentially being a candidate for USC, and again, what do I know? No disrespect to USC or college football in general. But, like, you're the third coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers in the last 70 years. You know, you've – there's not many other – like, where else are you going to go from there as a coach? Like, you're right. the coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's a franchise that's won 
seven Super Bowls. Yeah. And you've won one, been to another one, and you're the youngest coach to win one. Like, why? What do you, yeah. like, what? To go go work with fucking 20-year-old kids that you were, like, like, when you're, every year they talk about, like, in Sports Illustrated, they're, like, the poll, who do the players want to play for? It's, like, almost always Tomlin or, like, oh, yeah. Pete Carroll. Absolutely. Like, yeah. everyone wants to play for him. Everyone respects him. And it's, like... Yeah, he's going to go fucking coach a bunch of 19-year-olds that are going to play for a year and a half. Mm-hmm. It's nice, man. And and he came out, he was like, you're going to go ask Andy Reid if he if he's going to... He's <laughs> like, you're going to you're gonna ask... You're going to ask... Um, who, who, who else did he throw in there? Somebody else, Bill Belichick. He's like, you're going to... You know, you're going to... Mike McCarthy, you're going to you're gonna see if they want to go? Or is this like, is it... What's, what's, what are you getting at right. here? And right. I'm like, yeah. yeah. You're like land your plane, guy. Right, land, land your it. plane. What are, you, what are you trying to say here? <laughs> Love it. And then, like, who the like in that scenario? Who then? Who do the Steelers hire? You know, Todd Jeez, Haley. Man. Do they go get Todd Haley? Do they, oh. they get oh. they get Josh McDaniel. You know, like, Please. dude, there's a fucking reason why there's only like, I don't know, f- five quarterbacks that have won a Super Bowl at any given time in the league, and f- you know, five coaches. Like, it's not they don't just happen you get yeah, one and you not, keep them forever yeah you ride right until the wheels fall off man oh and you know what makes me feel old is seeing because monday against the bears was tomlin's 150th win and oh. he got his 150th win with eight games left in his 15th season cower retired with 150 wins in 15 seasons and mm-hmm. it's like holy shit i can't believe he's been there as long as cower was right and then like Oh my god, they've had two coaches in 30 years in my lifetime. <laughs> like yeah. we've had Bill Cower and Mike Tomlin. That's it. And then you compare that to like Cleveland, who's had, I don't know, twelve oh coaches gosh. since two thousand three. You He's know, rotating a door in Cleveland. You know what I mean? It's yeah, it's that's the winning formula, man. It's 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 once you get it, you have to stick with it, man. Yeah. And give it time to grow and cultivate and all that jazz. So yeah, yeah, otherwise you're shortchanging yourself for absolutely, or you, you just, or you fuck your organization for well, at least five to ten at any given time if you don't do it right. Like look what happened to Denver. If it wasn't for Peyton Manning coming in to Denver, they'd still be. I mean, they are struggling now because Peyton's gone. But that's that's why. Yeah, it's like Josh McDaniels yeah. came in there and was like, yeah, I'm just gonna fuck this place up. Chip Kelly did it in Philly. It's I don't know, man. It's it's it's. That is the great thing about the NFL, though, is there's so many layers to be interested in, mm-hmm. whether it's, uh, you know, the, the on the field, the off the field, the off season, the actual play. Yeah. You know, Odell goes to the Rams today. Ugh. Well, then you had, then you had uh, Von Miller that went like last week, so it's crazy. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like they're they're trying to sell tickets too to a certain because they as good as they are, that stadium's quite large and yeah. LA is still like locked down. So I think yeah. they're trying to get. That's all part of the engine too, man. But dude, that's all part of it too. Matthew Stafford. He's one of those guys I never quite because it was Detroit, you know? Yeah. I was, I was like, yeah, he's pretty good. I don't know. But now it's like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Putting it together, man. Got a, got a sick ass defense. Awesome offense, some good veterans on that squad too, but you know, some young talent that can play too. So I mean, it's a pretty good combination. And I'm I'm loving the the, the retro jerseys too. Those oh are, god, yeah. Love those. Oh, I always yeah. love like Jerome Bettis in that back in the LA Ram days. Like mm-hmm. love that look. Big Hell fan yeah. of that. 
big fan of that look. Yeah, Ravens, Ravens, Dolphins tonight. Steelers got the got the Lions this week. You know, the Steelers Bears game this week was quite a weird, Dude. quite a week. But how about Ben? Classic Big Ben on Monday <laughs> night when he did that. They did that like it was like third and one where they did like a fake to Najee, mm-hmm. and then he like put his shoulder down and went right into a linebacker mm-hmm. and got the. I was like, because I remember like when Ben was a rookie. Yeah, Cower. Like he used to just run head first into dudes. Yeah. And Cowell would run out on the field be like, great play, but you can't do that. Can't do it. And like the other thing interesting too, I was explaining to Sam is like when Ben was a rookie, he was the first rookie to like start yeah. right off the bat because of injury. And like then yeah. he just ended up having the craziest season. And then he was the he's the guy that changed Remember cause Carson Palmer Mm-hmm. Dude, remember Carson Palmer sat for two and a half years? Yeah. And it was yeah. like, oh, John Kitt. Like, that was the fucking, that was the thing. And then Ben comes along and be like, wait a minute, these 21-year-olds might actually be able to play in the NFL with all these mm-hmm. old men. Yeah. And then yeah. Th- that was it. He was the first, because remember, even Eli sat oh, yeah, for yeah, six Eli, games. Yeah, 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 yeah. He didn't, yeah. Kurt Warner was a starter. Man, were they wrong about Kurt Warner? <laughs> I fucking love that guy. They got a movie about him right now. Have yeah, you seen man. Have you seen yeah. it? I haven't seen it, but I heard that they have one. Yeah. They got somebody weird playing Dick for Meal, though. I can't wait for the fucking Matrix, man. That's what I'm waiting for. Did you see Dune? Not yet. I keep Everybody keeps telling me Dude. how great it is. Is it good? Dude, you need to watch that. I'm, I've watched it twice already. Believe it or not, it came out, you know, I think the night before our wedding. and. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody's texting me to watch. I love Dune. My brother's favorite yeah. book. My older brother's favorite book is Dune. So yeah. when the Dune show on like film series came out on Sci-Fi in the '90s, we watched. That was a big thing in our house. So yeah. I I was like fascinated by by then, you know. And um, Dennis Villeneuve, the, the, like so, like he's done some of my favorite movies. Prisoners uh, what was that one where he's done a bunch of great movies with Jake Gyllenhaal. Like mm-hmm. guy's a fucking beast. But yeah. believe it or not, a three-hour epic on a sand planet was not quite in the cards during our honeymoon. Mm-hmm. So it kind of got put on the back burner. Yeah, and it's maybe this weekend I can I can sneak that in. Bro, um, it's worth it, man. Yeah, I want to see. Uh, I definitely. It's see worth it. it. Heck yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But Matrix, yeah, dude, that's oh. that's definitely going to get me back to the theater. Yeah. Um, Maybe who knows? Maybe the Island Boys will have the Island Boys could have a, <laughs> a Island Boy. They could have Island a Boy. They could have a real kid because remember, like the twins that were in the Matrix Reloaded. Yeah, you know, maybe those, maybe the Island Boys could have a. a, a Dude, if I see the Island Boys on anything Hollywood, I'm just I'm gonna. I'm in. Oh, and they're like footwear. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Give me more Island Boys. <laughs> Let's put some more planks in their hair. Yeah, how do, do you? That. How the fuck do you do that? How do you sleep like that? Like it's just. Uh, well, how do you get your hair to go straight up? I don't know, man. Is there a all cone those, in there? All those, all those uh, hair nodules, and they're just straight up. It's like sideshow Bob's cousins or something. It's nuts. It looks like you know. <laughs> Like somebody, you know, like when they make decorative cakes and they put those things on and then they put like fondant or whatever it is, like icing oh, yeah, around yeah, it. Yeah. It's like they're not really right. making a, a unicorn horn out of cake. It's like a toilet paper roll with 
icing. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's like fucking. Maybe they got like a bunch of toilet paper rolls with like <laughs> with, paper roll with hair ice. glued to it, and that's they're not. You know, they're like extensions. That's crazy, man. I'm gonna use that toilet paper roll with icing. Just, just slide me one, man. Yeah, just give me the fucking give me. Just give, come on, man. Dude, DC, you'd look great with the two little Dude, uh, island no. boys right up in the front. It would be no, it would be egregious. No. It would be horrible. I no, mean, I couldn't do it. It'd be good. Maybe one like a unicorn or like one. Of I'm those, not good with too much hair or crazy hair, and I'm certainly not good if I don't have enough hair. You'd be like, so, a, you'd, be, you'd be like a rhino, like a big old rhino, happy rhino. Dude, if I if I shaved my beard, I'd I'd look pubescent. I'd look like a. I need to be hauled yeah, off to jail. Yeah, I can't. I gotta keep my yeah. I've I've had I've had no beard for like one week in the last ten years, and it was weird. Mm-hmm. So oh, jeez. Not, not gonna do that yeah. again. I'm not gonna do that again. Well, I'll tell you what, bro. We're blessed. We are. We're highly favored. Another week, another pot. And I'll tell you what. Next week, we've got some lovely <laughs> ladies. Let us joining us from the Dolphin Research in Marathon, Florida, for a Dolphin Pod. And you know what? Fun fact. Dolphins together are a pod, and we're doing a pod with dolphins on a pod. Come on. I mean, Come it's on. science. It's science. The every man, the every woman getting a little scientific. Daryl, I love you, bro. Love you too, man. We'll see y'all next week. Later. <laughs>